Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for my second episode of Remodeling Her Shoes. My guest today is Edna Long. She's a strong black mother who has raised eight kids and runs a successful business where she decorates and bakes cakes. And she also makes amazing soul food plates. So without further ado, let's welcome Edna. Hi, Edna. How are you? Just fine. I'm singing about yourself. I'm doing great. That's good. Okay, today I want you to t- I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself before we move on into some other things. So tell me a little bit about yourself and your life growing up as you grow up into an into an adult. Okay, um, my name is Edna. It was Whitaker back then. Um, I had my first baby when I was thirteen. Growed up in Smoky City. Um, went to Hume Junior High School. I had another baby at the age of 16 and um, moved out when I was 17, had my own apartment, had my little job, um, got involved with my second child's father that was much older than I was. Um, everything was good at first and then the abuse started. Okay, the abuse lasted for 22 years. I mean, 22 years. Um, I asked God to get me out of it because I said I wasn't getting, going anywhere. I was too scared to go somewhere. I didn't want to get my family involved. So I just asked God for guidance and help, and he did just, exactly just that. Get out the abuse, raise my kids. I had seven at the time. I raised my seven kids. And um, 10 years later, God sent me a man that took care of me and my seven kids. And now me and him have a child. Graduated from high school. All my kids have graduated from high school. Doing good. So I'm with the college and she's on her way to nursing school to be a nurse. That's awesome. That is awesome. I think you are a strong black mother who has raised good kids. And we need to have more black mothers out there really being involved in their kids' life. And just make, letting them know the importance of getting out here and making good choices and doing good things in life. Now... Talk about something that's a bit difficult but significant. Recently, you had a son that passed away due to gun violence. Can you speak to us about that experience? How it made you feel and the difficulties you've been going through since this ha- tragedy has happened? How you feel? Oh my God. Um, two years ago, Master First. 2018. That's a day I will never ever forget. Had talked to my son early that day when I got off from work. Asked me, Mama, what I had I cooked. I told him I hadn't cooked anything, but I was cooking dinner for my manager at Regional One. Her father had passed. So I came home, fixed chicken and dressing, macaroni, cheese, greens, and a couple of cakes for the for her for the repast for them. And I'm over there just laughing and talking, and I get home. His twin called and said, Mom, um, Don got shot. I was like, no, can't, he can't. Don ain't got shot, and I hung up the phone. And so later on, about two minutes later, he called back. He said, Mom, the hospital needs you to come. The doctors need you to come to the hospital. They need to talk to you. I get to the hospital. I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm sitting. Everybody in the hospital know me. Um, 
sitting, 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 spelling the, they came and said that, um, the doctors will be out in a few minutes to talk to you. So the doctors came and talked, and they said that my son had passed over. I asked to see him, they wouldn't let me see him. I came home. I stayed. Wow. I came home. I sit on my couch. Hadn't been to sleep. I had to be at work at 6. From 6 o'clock that morning till 6 o'clock the next Saturday morning. I couldn't believe my, somebody had killed my son. But $250. That's something you would that's something you would never ever get over. People tell you it's gonna be alright. It's not gonna be alright. It's never gonna be alright. When somebody takes something from you that you made and God gave you, it's not gonna ever be alright. Till this day, I still cry. Birthdays, like the 4th of July is coming up. I'm waiting on him to call and say, and this is every other day or either every holiday. Mom, what you cook? He don't just come himself. He bring 15 or 20 people with him. So we all go partake in something that his mama cooked. I'll never get over it. I don't care what no one said. That's a heartbreak you never you can never get over. That's a change that a link has been taken out. That chain is broken and it can't people feel. I personally don't know that feeling of losing a child because I have my children are with me. Um, but I know the feeling it feels to lose somebody that you love significantly because I've lost people in my life and I know that pain never goes away and nothing, no one can say that you can make it go away. But I know that this woman is a, a, a lover of God and her strength and his word keeps her sane and keeps her focused and keeps her knowing that he is in a better place and that it's something right here on earth that she can do to help things get better in the community. So let's talk about that. What you like to start is organization to bring light to gun violence in black communities amongst black men because these things are happening every day and it's something that is not in the media in that particular way. It's in the media, but it's in the media in such a horrible way. But we want to shine light on it and bring a positive light to helping other mothers to deal with gun violence and finding solutions to prevent gun violence. And I think the first thing to do is to find positive ways of handling conflicts between young black men in the community. If they can find ways to positively solve these things, that would be the first step to stopping all this gun violence. It's going to take a long time, but it can happen. So I would like for you to tell us more about your organization and what you're trying to do to help prevent gun violence in the black community. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I'm trying to I am trying to put an organization together. I haven't did it yet, but I'm going to get it together before next year, March 1st. 
And it would be my son named Don Whitaker. Don Whitaker against gun violence. Um, I don't care who you are. I don't care what color you are. You are all, you are welcome. We got to try to stop our children killing each other. We got to stop it. I understand the Black Lives Matter. I'm 100% the Black Lives Matter. But we got to look at ourselves. We, the people, out there marching every day. Yes. City to city protesting. But we haven't looked at, we killing each other. Yes. I'm talking about, we are killing each other every day. Every minute, every second in any city. Somebody's getting killed. Somebody is, is, is somebody's child is dead. Can we get on that with the Black Lives Matter? Can we get on we all our lives matter? Can can we do that? Can we do that? It's just not the police. It's us too. We taking we taking each other life every day. You don't like me, I'ma shoot you because you don't like me. Mm-hmm. Or you look at me too funny, I'm I'ma kill you. Yeah. There needs to be other ways to solve. Right. There needs right. to be other ways to solve conflict. There needs right. there needs that's the main thing. When it's a conflict, people not knowing how to solve them. The first thing they want to do is go violent. Do something violent against someone else. People need to understand that life is precious. We only have one life. To take another person's life out of anger or anything for that matter is wrong. And we don't agree with any type of violence that's going on out there. Neither one of us do. We don't agree with that. So to take someone's life just because of a conflict, that is awful and it's wrong. And it needs to be spoken about more than it is. Because like you say, you know, black lives matter. We, our lives matter but in our community we need to make sure that we as a people know they matter too so we can stop taking each other's life in this community right. we need to band together it's us against racist people right and we need to band together as a community stop killing each other in our community and band together to get help and to stop all the racism against people in general because right. it's all brown people Right. That's all they have these racist acts happening against If you, cut, if you cut a white man and you cut me, we both gonna bleed the, the same, same color blood red. Absolutely, absolutely. Red. Absolutely. If I needed a kidney and don't a black person don't have it and he had to go to a white man to get it, guess what guess what? If he the same type I am, I got his kidney. So, you know, I don't understand the the racism. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. But my thing is about this killing thing. I don't want to get off of this. Um, if I if I was the person in the Supreme Court, the, the 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 large court, the court way up there in DC, what I would do every time somebody kills somebody, I would send them to war. That's what I would do. If you want to kill, you go on the war. I'm fighting the war. Right. You out here killing? Why you can't go over over, over there overseas and kill? You want to kill? Go fight in the war. Right. Go protect fight. Go country. fight for the Pre- country. Protect your country. Protect your country. Protect. There are there are so many other ways things you can do that's positive 
to make the community better. But right. doing things like this, it makes the community worse. Right. It makes it worse. So I think that this organization is going to be a positive thing, something to look forward to. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being a part of it and supporting this whole cause because it's something that needs to happen now. There are too many of our young people that are dying out here in the streets and nothing is happening. People are not being held accountable for doing these things and it just gets swept under the rug. We need to make light of this these things so they can stop happening. But see, Speak on that. The first thing is the judicial system. Mm-hmm. See, they, they know, okay, I can kill somebody and then I can just walk away. Nothing, waiting, waiting on my day to go back to court. It might not, I might not never go back to court. So I'm free. I done kill somebody else, go back downtown, get fingerprinted all over again. Uh, she been in here before. Okay, she, Sit on, sit on back out. They don't have any room. Mm-hmm. That's no. That's a. That's a really big send deal. Those people that want to kill to war. Mm-hmm. I keep saying that. Send them to war. The judicial system got to wake up. Mm-hmm. They got to wake up. If you kill somebody, and it's not protecting yourself, and that ain't the first time, and you got aggravated assault, you you intend to kill. You intend to kill. The people that took my son life killed him for $250. They took his life for $250. $250. And this this shows you how bad that gun violence is in the black community. When it's that that's that's terrible. There's no there's no reason, no excuse for taking another person's life. Not unless you're protecting your own life. But if it's just out of something as as little as as two hundred and fifty dollars, that is horrible. You can't get it. a person's life is is gone, and you can't bring that person back. No amount of sorries or apologies can bring that person back. There's something that you have to live with, and there's something that you have to deal with for the rest of your life if you commit a crime like that. I agree that people who do things like that should go and fight in a war. If you want to hurt people, and if you want to kill people, go fight in a war. But don't don't have a war. It shouldn't be a we shouldn't be fighting a war in the, in the place that we call home, in our communities, in our cities, in our states. We shouldn't be fighting a war in that. That should be fought overseas where all the wars are going. Not here the place that the places that we live. So I totally agree with that. So on a more upbeat vibe, please tell me about your cooking business. Edna's Soul Food and Bakery. And I can attest to the food. The food is amazing. It's delicious. It's flavorful. She can make all kinds of soul food. And she also can make bomb cakes. So you get the best of all the world's. If you're a foodie like me, then please, this, this, these plates, they taste amazing. I've had a chance of having all kinds of soul food and cakes from this woman, and she does an amazing job. It's just not me just saying that. I'm saying that from experience. If you want good soul food and good cakes, please. She will let you know at the end of this podcast how you can reach out to her, and she can hook you up with a plate of the delicious soul food that is at the absolute Bomb. <laughs> God bless me. 
All in cooking is all about love. When did you start cooking? I started at five. Five years old. Five years old. <laughs> My grandmother used to get up every Sunday morning at three o'clock. That's what old black women do. Mm-hmm. Get up every morning at um, three o'clock in the morning. Put her dinner on, listen to that Bless My Bone Wave from WDIA. <laughs> I remember WDIA. So we would listen to gospel, and she would show me how to put the ingredients in everything that she cooked. We went from chicken and dressing to baked chicken to greens and sweet potatoes and just anything that you wanted on that table. She knew all her children, her grandchildren, and nieces and nephews and sister brother was coming to the house. She would just have a feast. So when everybody leaves church, everybody come to grandmama's house. That's why I learned how to cook. And she always said, when you cook, if there's no love, there's no taste there. Mm-hmm. So you got to put that love in there. And you got to have this, this strong bond with God to have that kind of love. So that's where I get my cooking from. That's awesome. I can tell the love is in the food. And you're right. If you eat food and it's not that great, there's no love in it. <laughs> you're exactly right. <laughs> well... I hope that everyone listening to this podcast has gotten some really good information about it that is enlightening you and that you feel like you would like to reach out and talk more to Ms. Long about how you can help with this organization, what you can do. Anyone who has lost a son, a daughter, anyone to gun violence is welcome to be a part of this organization. So please, I will give you her information one more time. Actually... I will let her give her information to you one last time before we end this podcast. Go ahead. Okay, you can reach me at my email is longedna96 at gmail.com. My phone number is 901-270-6923. And we're really trying to stop this gun violence, y'all, because I cry every day. Somebody's child is being taken away. And the people that shooting it, you don't know how the parents feel. You don't know what you do to the people that you don't took their children away. So please, I'm angry. I'm getting on my dick, begging. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. You're breaking a change. And the Bible said, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. So that means if you kill somebody with a gun, somebody's going to get you. So think about what you are doing. Mm-hmm. Please think about what you're doing. Y'all have a blessing. Stay safe. And I love you. Thank you so much for those powerful words. Please listen to those words. She means those words from the bottom of her heart. This is a horrible thing that's going on. And we really want to find ways to help change those things. Thank you all for listening. If you have any questions, my email is arenterprises. 2001 at yahoo.com if you need to get in touch with me about wanting to be a guest on my show or just questions about anything i'm here to answer those questions thank you once again for listening to this podcast i will talk to you all soon have a blessed day peace